Well, welcome. This is Faith Walk Podcast with William Carroll, and I'm your host. And on this podcast, we talk about how how I've learned the Word of God, how God has taught me, and through walking out the Word of God, He's taught me that He's still alive. He's still the same God, the same God that was a pillar by fire in Egypt and in the cloud by day. As the children of, of Israel walked through the desert and, and he guided them and led them. You know, he can guide us and lead us today. If we follow him, we learn his word, we stand on his word, and we take him out of the box. You got to take God out of the box. Religion puts God in the box. Relationship gets him out because God wants to live. Jesus wants to live in our lives as we go and minister and share with others. Now, today I have a special guest again. Uh, Stephen, my friend, you got to listen to the la- last two podcasts, the last three podcasts about about where I was talking about how God laid on my heart to go and pray for him, what his side, what he saw, what he felt. And today, right now, we want to talk. We got to visiting, and we want to talk about the chariot. It's like motorcycle memory, ministry, which we're both a part of, and uh, how that came about, and and some of the things that has happened in it. So uh, we're going to start off right quick, and uh, we're going to go back and, and, and touch on um, uh, Stephen. When I met him, we were going to a, a church called The Wreck. It was 4 o'clock on Sunday. You know, it wasn't your normal church. You know, uh, there was people that had tattoos, had earrings, had, had face rings, you know. And, uh, man, they were a blessed people, though. I mean, these people were hungry for God, but they didn't feel like a normal, traditional church would receive them. And a lot of the churches wouldn't. And it was just a place where we could come and we could worship God. And we just, man, we just enjoyed it. Me and my wife enjoyed it so much. My kids enjoyed it so much. And uh, we met Stephen there. And I had known Stephen probably for about two years at that time from going to the church. And during that time, (laughs) I probably heard Stephen only speak, you know, two or three words at a time. You know, I, I... I mean, he didn't talk much, you know. He talks a little bit more now, but you know that's the power of God in his life. <laughs> but, but Stephen, um, I'm going to just turn it over to him. Uh, Dennis, uh, his friend, uh, and both of these guys joined the Chariots of Light in in, in my area. And uh, but before that, when I first heard Stephen talk, and man, he knocked me on the ground. But let him tell the story. Stephen, tell us the story. Well, the testimony. It's not a story, folks. It's the yeah, truth. Yeah, it's a testimony. My friend Dennis, he had a heart attack at the jalapeno tree. And he coded five times between the jalapeno tree and the hospital. And the hospital's only about six, eight blocks yeah. Yeah. from the jalapeno tree. And he had coded five times in between the two places. And they airlifted him to uh, to Longview to uh, to the hospital. Anyway, they uh, once he got there, they they broke him and put him in a coma. And uh, he had been in a coma for uh, several weeks, and uh, I had I had stood in for him one night at, at, at the wreck and and we had prayed over him and uh, another week or so went by and he was still in a coma 
and uh, I'd stood in for him again this one particular night. This is the second time I'd stood in for him, and uh, I'd prayed over him. And uh, when we got done, I'd always left my phone in my truck there at church. I went out to check my phone, and when I got out there, the phone rang, and I answered it, and it was Dennis's wife, and uh, she was calling to let me know that he had woke up. And that the only thing that was wrong with him was he had lost a little of his short-term memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, because they were saying while he was frozen and everything that if he woke up that he would have to learn how to read and write and walk and talk all over again because of the number of times that he had coded and uh but she was telling me that when he woke up that everything was fine and the only thing that he was that he had lost was his short-term memory so i got off the phone and i went back in the <laughs> church and, and i just let everybody know that hey dennis woke up and everything's great you know and and we rejoiced and celebrated and, yeah you know it, it was a great time you know, at that point. And I want to, I, I want to share the scripture. Um, he said that he, you know, he was standing up or standing in the gap for Dennis. And so, uh, I wanted to share a scripture where we get that from. And, um, I remember the night that, that a couple of weeks before when, you know, Dennis was having pro problem and Dennis, and I, I especially remember this last night. Now, uh, Ezekiel twenty two thirty. Ezekiel 22:30 it says and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none. Now listen, well this is where we get our standing in the gap, making up the hedge. Yes, it was talking about a specific event here, but in you know the word of God is not black and white, it's alive, man, it's powerful. And so Stephen, you know, he asked, he said, Can I stand in? So the the first time that he came up and stand in, we gathered around as a church body, we laid hands on Stephen, just like it was Dennis, because he was representing what Dennis needed in his life, right? Amen. Yeah. And so so we prayed, and then that night, listen. This guy, I'm telling you, I hadn't heard him hardly say any words. Even when he said, hey, I want to stand in the gap for my friend Dennis, the night that we're talking about, that he got the good report, he, that's all he said. He says, hey, I, I, I want to stand in for my friend Dennis because, you know, he's he's had that heart attack and he's in a coma and he, he he's not doing it. And he didn't say that many words. I'm, I said more words just then than he did. And so what what we did was we all gathered around, the whole church gathered around. We laid hands on him. We started praying for Dennis. We started praying that Dennis would wake up, right. you know. And, and I mean, and we just, man, we, we petitioned God for an answer that we had all been praying for. But we needed, and we were praying and expecting. You see, he was doing, standing in, he was standing in the hedge. He was standing in the gap, you know, trying to keep the enemy. There's a hedge right there. He was standing in the gap, trying to keep the enemy from coming in and from stealing Dennis's life. I'm, I'm going to tell you, that's what he was doing. And that's what was happening. So when he went outside and he got his phone, we were still all at church. He, right. Because, you know, the the we just... 
We loved, and nobody wanted to leave. Nobody wanted to go home. Right. We all wanted to love on each other and visit with each other, and uh, so we was we were still all there visiting and talking, and and uh, and in comes Stephen, and I mean he had a smile on his face, you know, and he was lit up, and he come in and he said, "Hey, hey, I need to tell y'all." So uh, uh, the pastor, Pastor Paul, he said, "Come on," he said, "Come on." And uh, Stephen started getting up there. Everybody gathered around, you know. Nobody wanted to leave. They wanted to hear what happened. And this guy, man, he's he's lit up, and he's just he's praising God. He's thanking God, and he's telling us that that he just got the text from Dennis's wife that Dennis had woken up out of the coma and that he was good, except for a little bit of memory loss. And he said, I just want to thank God. I, I remember his testimony. He said, I want to thank God for hearing our prayers and healing my friend. And I, that's more words I ever heard him say. In two years now, guys. And I, I'm saying, wow, man. You know, he does talk. <laughs> but you know what? It took God doing something big yeah. for him to have something to say. But, you know, because he's a man of few words. He talks more now, but... but Not much. <laughs> <laughs> but so so uh, so we're going to give God the praise for that. Amen. But what, I want, what we wanted to talk about, we talked about the chariots of light. See, I was a... a uh, starting a a group here in Carthage, Texas. I, I ride with I used to ride and I still do with the Shreveport guys. But I wanted to start one here, and I had to have like I don't know four or six members to start Chariot of Light. Chariot of Light is a motorcycle ministry. We go to rallies and and we do other stuff locally too. We used to do a lot locally, and um, we go out and we share the hand of God. So uh, I told Stephen. I said, you know, and Dennis about the Chariots of Light, they had a motorcycle. We rode the Talamina Trail with them. And when we got through and they kind of got to know me and Janie a little better, they said, we want to join. And I said, all right, let's join. So, you know, we gave them their, their colors, you know. I call it a mantle. <laughs> it's, and uh, Dr. Jerry Savelle is, is the founder of the Chariots of Light. Uh, Bill Horn is our national and international director. And uh, so... So they began riding with us and, and ministering with us. Now, the chariots of light, we use what, it, what, what God gave. What God gave Bill is the hand of God at Sturgis one year. At Sturgis, he gave him the hand of God in, in this hand. If you put this hand out and they take it, then it's not your hand, but it's the hand of God. Hand of God. And God's got them by the hand. And you start sharing with them. And we share, we share, you know, we'll, 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 we'll introduce ourselves. We'll ask them where they're from. We want to know about them. You know, we want to encourage them. And then we'll say, we'll say, well, look, we're here. Just, just, we don't want to take much of your time, but we want to ask you uh, a few questions. Is that okay? And if they say no, okay, but most of them say yeah. And they'll say yeah, and we'll say, well, if, if something happens to you now, 20 years from now, whatever, hope it don't, but if it does, where would you spend eternity? You know, and they'll they'll tell you what they think, you know, and they'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, I can tell you some stories that uh, about some of them, you know, telling me some stuff, but that's not what we're talking about right now. But Stephen... You know, uh, and and then and then we say, well, on a scale from one to five, five being the closest you can be, where where uh, are you? Honestly, I always say honestly. You know, it don't matter to me. God knows, and they'll say, 
two, maybe one, maybe three. And then we say, have you ever accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior? You know, a lot of them say no. A lot of them say, yeah, but I hadn't been following him. And then we lead them in a, a prayer of recommitment or a prayer of salvation, you know. And uh, we lead them in that prayer. We say, pray after me. And then we pray for a closer walk with Christ, right? right. Stephen? Well, see, and I taught this. I taught this all the time to Stephen and to Dennis and to the guys at Shreveport. Every meeting, I talked about the hand of God, the hand of God, the hand of God. And uh, Fayetteville came up, and Fayetteville, (laughs) and they said, William, are you going? I said, I don't have no days off. I can't go. You know, I don't. And so they said, well, we're going. So I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm at work, and I get a call that morning from uh, from from Stephen and Stephen saying William I said what are y'all doing they said we're going out on the streets we're gonna go win some souls for God we, we're gonna use the hand of God Bill taught us the hand of God man yeah. and, and I'm like uh Stephen uh I've talked about that every meeting you know? and he said yeah but Bill taught us the hand of God you know and it's like they just didn't dawn on us that that you had been teaching that the whole time yeah you know and, and Bill had given us the pamphlet. Yes, yes, the book. He's got a little book on it. And, and, and that's what triggered it. You know, that, that helped trigger. We was, I was talking to him earlier before the podcast, and I said, I said, you know what happened? I said, I was sowing seed into your heart about the hand of God, the hand of God, the hand of God. I said, but you didn't get it until, and, and I was watering it, and then Bill come along, and when Bill spoke it, then it produced fruit all of a sudden because you was going out to witness that day. Yeah, and right. they were saying, man, and then the phone rang. And I said, uh, Stephen, I got to go. And it was Dennis, you know? And so I, I, I said, yeah. And he said, man, we're up here at Fayetteville Rally. You're our leader. You need to be here. We're going out to win some souls. We learned the hand of God. And I said, I said, really? You know, and they go, you're our leader. You need to be here. And I said, I don't have any days off. So I said, I said, um, in another chariot from Shreveport, Will, he, 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 he's, he's 72 years young at that time. And he said, man, I'll go, but William, are you going? I need somebody to go with. My wife won't let me go along. And I kept telling him I don't have no time. And I said, I said, okay. I said, and it dawned on me. I said, I said, these two always ride together. And they were winning a truck this time. I said, uh, I said, uh, hey, Dennis. I said, uh, are y'all in a truck? Yeah. Are you with Steven? Yeah. <laughs> so they were both calling me at the same time to talk to me because they was excited about going and winning souls for God. And listen, you can win people to the Lord easy, can't you, Stephen? You can. And the thing about that is, is I'm quiet. You he's, he's quiet. I wasn't sure about going out and winning souls. And, and speaking to the public, uh-huh. you know, prior to that. And, uh, man, I was jacked that day. <laughs> I, I was high on God that day, and, and I went out and, and won some Stepped out of your day. comfort zone. That's, that's right. And, and that's when that's when I got my voice for God right. on, on that day. And, and uh before that, didn't you say? Did you say in your heart before that, or even to people, "Well, that's just not me. That's just not what I do. God that's just right. don't use me like that, right? right? That's right. And that's because you'd never stepped out and done that. That's right. I, I, I was, I was afraid to. But of somebody saying, "No, I don't want to hear it," or I, what I was, was your greatest fear? Rejection. 
Yeah, yeah, my wife's was too. Rejection from, you know, I didn't want people to reject God. Right. It's what I was afraid of. Yeah. You know, and and I didn't want people to to say, no, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, that was my greatest fear, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, But once I got, got past it, it was a whole different story. <laughs> uh, he, he's up there at Denny's, you know. He used to go every morning for every breakfast, morning. right? Mm-hmm. And he was up there at Denny's, and he, he texted me, you know. He said, hey, I just shared. I just led somebody to the Lord. You know, I just prayed for somebody's healing. I just prayed right. for somebody's family, you know. And, I mean, I mean, but see, it was the, it was the Spirit of God, you know, when he yielded. The and, greatest, one of the greatest uh-huh. prayers I ever led was um, I'm a disabled vet. Let me start That's right. with that. And, That's right. And uh, I did time in, in Desert Storm and yes. in Enduring mm-hmm. Freedom. So uh, when I went to Daytona, I was able to pray over a Muslim. Yeah. And that was one of the greatest prayers that I ever ever led cause he fought me tooth and nail <laughs> you know on being a Christian right and uh, when he let me pray over him I knew I had him <laughs> I knew I had him at that point because a diehard Muslim's not going to let you pray over him no you know but but this guy broke down and let me pray over him mm-hmm. and, and I thought mm-hmm. that's a win I have seeded this. I have sowed the seed yeah. of God in His heart. So that that was one of my. I feel like one of my great accomplishments right. for the All Lord. Right. For the Lord, yeah, yeah. And see, that's what God wants. God wants us to talk to people now. Um, as we talk about, we go to the events, you know, the Sturgis Rally and stuff like that. But it's not about the events. No. You know, Steve, we did a rally in uh, Longview, Texas, two years. They had that rally. And Stephen and Dennis would, I, I, they said, we need somebody to, to give, uh, cook, you know, uh, to, to give, give out coffee and drinks and, and food that these vendors, uh, uh, McDonald's and all, was furnishing for the band. And for the the singers there, and I said I got two men. I called them, and they said, "Yeah, they got there before it ever started." And they, said, well, how many hours did y'all stay? Uh, all day, it, it and was, all night too, didn't and, you? And all night, yeah, we, we stayed for the till they left. Yep, till they closed down. And and they were back there, and I, I'd say, "Do you need somebody to relieve you?" And they say, "No, we got this." And uh, Marshall Tucker Band mm-hmm. took Stephen and found out he was a veteran. And put him up. You tell it. Yeah, they you put tell me it. up on stage and, and, and uh, took me backstage and, and put me up. And they talked, I don't know how long, we talked for probably 10 or 15 minutes about about God and, and, and about how he moved us and, and, uh-huh. and where he put us. And it was, it was great. Yeah. It, it, it was just, I never thought I'd be able to. To go backstage and be on stage <laughs> with Marshall Tucker and, and or any anybody anybody any celebrity yeah. and 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 talk with and they gave you shirts didn't they and and, and they gave us shirts and they they let us stay on stage while they performed <laughs> um, I mean it it was 
Unreal. You know, that was the grace of God on your life. And, and grace means favor, y'all. That was the favor of God. But listen, the next year when it come around, or that might have been the second year, but the next year, uh, the, after the first year they were there, the the event coordinator came to me and contacted me again and said, y'all are going to, we had another booth outside with the public that, that me and my wife and some of the other ones, you know, uh, was at and shared Jesus with everybody. And uh, let me tell you, they said, hey, do you got those same two guys? Can you send them? Will they come? Because everybody bragged on them, you know, and they because they, they didn't. There was something different about them. The bands and those the, the roadies and all. I mean, they were talking to them. Uh, Stephen and Dennis was sharing with them, giving them coffee. I mean, they kept the coffee pot going and the coffee pot hot and and everybody could tell there was something different about these two guys, you know, and that difference was God in their life, yep. right? Yep. Because yeah. we shared God with them the, the whole day. Yeah. And and the second year was the year of Georgia Satellite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was was there. The first year was Marshall Tucker. Right. And and the second year was Georgia Satellite and uh Shooter Jennings and yeah. uh I can't remember who else there. Uh, it's a shame but, it, you know the first year they had that thing there was over 7,000 people there and the second year I'm not for sure what the number was and the, the Longview newspaper um, one of the guys is an editor there is the one that that, that, that did it you know and uh, I don't know all of a sudden it was downtown Longview Texas right by the, the newspaper and, and they just shut it down you know the newspaper um just kind of said, you know, uh, you know how these newspapers are. They all want to go woke and go liberal. And they said, well, we just don't want these kinds of people here. But it was raised money for projects. You know, these rallies, people that go to these rallies, they, they spend money for these projects, different projects right. that are, are for the community and all. And I, I'm telling you, it was so fun. And it was so <laughs> I'd come over and peek at them, and they'd just be sharing God with everybody back there. And it was such a blessing, you know. And uh, listen, I, I've really had fun, uh, Stephen. And you know, I, I need to get you back sometime. And we'll talk again about some of the other things we've done with the chariots of light, and some of the some of the things that happened, you know. And uh, we, you know what, we might I may even come back and let you talk if you want to. You can share with us about um, enduring freedom and and your part in that, and and uh, you know, kind of enlighten people on that because a lot of people don't remember that. And that's when we that's when we went into Kuwait. It's when we uh, our military went into Kuwait the first time. It was before Desert Storm. No, Desert, or, Desert Storm was first. Okay, Desert Storm and, was first. And then Enduring Freedom was when we went in and finished the job. Okay, okay. See there, i got to be corrected sometimes. But, <laughs> and, uh, but listen, man, I, I tell you what, I love this guy. I love this guy. And, and uh, to see the change in him, you know, especially when he started stepping out for God, and he just, he has a heart for people just like God does. He has compassion. And uh, I love him so much. And you heard his other testimony about how God touched his wife and healed yes. his wife, you know. And um, listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ, I got to ask you this. Because you got to get to know him. You got to get to know him, don't you? God said to me, I told, I said, God, if you ever let me draw a line in the sand, I'm going to ask people to cross. Because so many people get people up to that line. 
and they don't give an altar. It's, churches are really bad about not giving an altar call anymore. They want to say, well, it's not in the Bible. Well, go read Romans 10, and, you know, go read Romans chapter 10, 8 and 9. And, and, and it, no, the prayer isn't there, but the basis of the prayer is there. And, you know, people don't know how to be born again. The doctor's got to deliver a, ba a baby don't know how to be born. The doctor and the mother has to give birth. Well, sometimes we're the doctor and we're the mother, and we have to lead them. You know, you have to lead them. You have to say, pray after me, because if you say, hey, just pray and ask Jesus in the heart, they just kind of go, and they don't do nothing. So you got to lead them. Well, listen, if that's you right now, let's pray this prayer. You need to get to know Jesus. And if you've fallen away and you've gotten away from him and you know God's calling you back, then pray this prayer of repentance and God will put you right back on the ladder where you fell off. He's not going to make you start all over, okay? Pray this after me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. You shed your blood. You shed your blood. For me. For me. That I might be. That I might be. Your child. Your child. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Stir me up. Stir me up. Shake me up. Shake me up. Be my lead. Be my lead, my guide, my guide and, my comforter. and my comforter. Lord, I surrender my life to you. Lord, I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God will honor that prayer. Listen, until next time, God bless you. Stephen, thank you so much. I have enjoyed it. I could just go on making them all day long and posting them later. But uh, well, I got things I have to go do. And I, but I, listen, man. I love you, brother. Love you too. I love brother. you, brother. Matter of fact, he's still a member of the Chariots of Light, you know. And uh, it's just been COVID shut everything down. It's just getting going again. But thank you for listening. Listen, if this blesses your heart, don't just hit the like button. Share it with somebody because there's people out there that need to hear this. They need to hear what he's Amen. been through. They need to hear what his wife's been through and what God did. Let's take him out of the box. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.